Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project, Morning Coffee with Vince Tagliavia. I'm your host, Vince Tagliavia, live with you every Monday through Friday at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time to talk about the news and events of the world. And boy, are things not looking good, to tell you what. Tell you what, folks. Yep, that's right. Well, typically we start with a little finance to get into the rest of the news for the day. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. Thank you all for joining and sharing and liking and all that stuff. Uh, just a reminder, tonight the Daily Dose will be at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Joshua Reed is going to host the Daily Dose tonight at 5 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern time. So stay tuned for that on all of these channels. It'll be a good old time. So hope to see you all there. But until then, let's just talk a little bit about what the heck is going on. Genevieve Rock Dector CFA on Twitter says, In the last 24 hours, mortgage rates hit 8.09%, plus 8.09%. Credit card interest rates hit record high. Car loan interest rate hits highest since 2001 oil prices jump highest in six months china is planning a 30 uh 137 billion dollar stimulus war continues on in israel but guess what stocks are all up today and yesterday when we started the show the market was all red and doom and gloom, and we all shed a tear. But by the end of the day, it picked up to be all green and pretty. And right now, boy, is the market strong. Crude oil is even down 1.01% this morning. Uh, the S&P 500 is up almost 1%. The Dow is up 0.66%. NASDAQ is up 1.17%. How miraculous and magical Gold is up 0.32% at $1,870. What is going on? Silver is even up 0.11% right now after being red most of the morning. Unbelievable. You know, this is just, we're living in times where things don't make sense. You know, don't listen to me for any stock advice because I would have told you, short the market, short the market, war is here, war is here. And I always get it wrong because it's so manipulated and, and not logical. It's just a big joke, really. It really is. Huge joke. This is just crazy times. Um, stocks climb amid hopes Fed is done with hikes, Yahoo Finance publishes. Dovish comments from Fed policymakers are spurring optimism that the tightening campaign could be over. <clears throat> yeah. The markets are up on speculation that everything's going to be just fine, folks. Everything's going to be just fine. I don't think so. I don't believe you. All right. 
let's check zero hedge real quick. Um, gosh, Whew, this isn't a good one. Um, this is quite spooky. Zero hedge published this article. Global insecurity could lead to shortages of life-saving medications. What you can do to prepare. And I think this is important. We're going to read this article. Very important stuff, especially if you rely on medications and uh, things like food and water, right? I think it's everybody. So we have all watched in horror as the events in Israel unfolded recently. Our thoughts and prayers are with the people of Israel, and we hope for a quick resolution to this tragedy. This is Zero Hedge uh, by the Wellness Company. They write, unfortunately, in today's global and interconnected economies, what happens thousands of miles away can impact us here in ways we didn't think possible. Global instability on a scale we haven't seen in decades is not only possible, but likely. Should the war in Israel expand to others in the Middle East? This instability will not only mean higher gas prices and increased inflation, but it could mean serious challenges to the supply chain. Supply chain issues would put pressure on an already stressed out healthcare system. A report prepared for the U.S. Senate found that drug shortages were up 30% in 2022, including shortages in common antibiotics and antiparasitics. Indeed, the same U.S. Senate report found that as much as 80 to 90% of certain key ingredients for common medications are made overseas, leaving American consumers at risk in the event of supply chain issues. Ask the average well-prepared patriot what they stuck up what they stock up on in case of an emergency, and the answers might be something like food, water, ammo, and precious metals. But even the most prepared Americans are sorely lacking in critical medications that could provide them protect them from anthrax, tick bites, COVID, and even bioweapons. And it's not because of lack of knowledge either. Looking back at the pandemic, the US government was able to force an experimental vaccine on the population, helping Big Pharma rake in a thousand dollars of profit every second. But if you want to a uh, simple uh, antibiotic, then you then you better be prepared to jump through hoops to prove why you need it. Luckily a small group of uh, patriotic doctors, pharmacists and business leaders have had enough with the corrupting influence of big pharma and they created a prescription medical emergency kit <clears throat> which i've seen these online inside you'll find an assortment of eight most cru critical life-saving prescriptions you need to keep you and your loved ones safe this is one route you could take there's a lot of routes to take folks this is not a sponsor or anything but there are kits out there that include antibiotics and such things as ivermectin amoxicillin azithromycin Doxycycline, doxycycline. Oh, okay, all these things that I can't pronounce. Um, they also have kits that treat all kinds of diseases. <clears throat> so that's why fantastic. So a lot of these things, though, people just can't afford, and we have to pick and choose things. And I'm in the boat of having to be creative with how I spend my money when I prep. So um, I think what I'll be doing here very shortly is uh, glassing eggs because it's cheap. I could get eggs cheap, good pasture-raised happy chicken eggs, put in some glass jars preserved in water with the appropriate ingredients. And, you know, you could live off a few eggs a day if you need to <clears throat> pretty well. 
on top of that, gardening and whatnot, I've got my winter garden going, so that'll help. Um, but there's things you'll need. Antibiotics is a big one. Infections, right? How do we treat these things? I don't have any antibiotics except um, natural things. Uh, my main one probably being oregano oil. There are other natural antibiotics out there. I guess I have some garlic. People make that garlic honey concoction. There's a lot of things to give you things that your body needs in order to fight off major infections. Um, these things help for minor infections that they tell you can only be cured by antibiotics being injected. Uh, no, I've cured things with uh, oregano oil and whatnot, and I'm not a doctor, so talk to your doctors for any medical advice, but I'm just telling you my experience. I've cured strep throat with uh, oregano oil, um, and there's things you can do to treat minor infections. When things get really bad, though, what really is the solution? I mean, I think, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but uh, I would imagine you might need something more, but I don't know. Maybe not. Who knows? I really don't know. If you guys do, let me know, but um, everything should be okay, Alex. Might need to refresh. Pam makes the honey garlic stuff. Nice. <clears throat> oh, so you guys prepare. So <clears throat> I'm, I've prepared a lot, but I feel woefully unprepared still. Uh, so today I'm going to go into town because it's raining like crazy. And yesterday I worked in the rain for a couple hours and it was just dreadful and cold and wet. So today, since it's raining and it's going to rain all day, I'm going to go to town and do a little bit of prepping. Um, things, I mean, they say, oh yeah, you just have food and water and ammo. I mean, that's a pretty damn good start, better than most people out there, I would say. So uh, make sure you have got food, water, pet food, and uh, emergency first aid kits and medications. Uh, if possible, try to get ahead on your medication stash. And uh, there's people like Dr. Mark Sherwood. Um, <clears throat> if, you visit, if you go to redpills.tv, you could find Dr. Mark Sherwood and uh, you could get a consultation with him or work with him towards your health goals and stuff. And he's a naturopathic doctor. He's a good guy. So there's one option for you there from us. It helps us. It helps you. Uh, it's Patriots. Uh, so that's one option there. Um, but yeah, food, water, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm even looking at like, okay, how do I clean water? How do I make a charcoal filter? How do I do these things? Because, um, a lot of people are suspicious that there may be terrorist attacks in the United States. And, um, they're worried that, um, people will become targets. And I think, you know, it's possible, I think that on top of the uh, scare tactics of terrorist attacks, like we saw, like we see around the world, uh, or like probably we haven't seen anything like what may come, uh, not to be doom and gloom, but I'm just thinking of possibilities here. They're not going to um, try to get their hands on every single American. It's just not feasible. We're heavily armed. We are organized. Uh, and uh, so I think the strategy will be infrastructure because, I mean, look at what they're doing right now, Israel and Hamas. 
the Gaza Strip area, is being completely cut off from resources. And uh, that's the strategy because you impact a lot more pe people. <clears throat> and um, I think the UN actually came out and said that this is... Um, what did they say? The UN. Let's look. I think they had a statement this morning. Let me check real quick on that. But um, I think that would be more of the plan is to, and we've seen it happening. Haven't we? We've been seeing just these, these attacks on infrastructure or these freak quote unquote accidents, food supplies being targeted, trains derailing, just all kinds of weird stuff. Uh, states being divided. So, I mean, if things get really shaky, supply is going to become a problem. Clean water will become a problem. And cleanliness will become a problem, which you need clean water to be clean. So you need more than just drinking water, by the way. You need water to shower. You need water to plant and water your garden. You need water to drink. You need water to clean, wash, everything. So... Keep that in mind, just in case. Um, but let's see here. The UN, I saw an article. I don't think I, I, I didn't save it here. UN says, uh, this is the post-millennial. The UN says Israel's sieges on Gaza are prohibited under humanitarian law. And I think this has to do with because they're just targeting everybody there instead of strategic uh, strikes or uh, tactics. They've just completely set up the whole strip to starve and not have any resources of uh, water, for example. So, I mean, what if we didn't have electricity either, right? I mean, I have, um, I only have maybe a few weeks of, um, like lighting i don't have solar so i have candles and i have uh oil oil lamps i need more oil so i'm just thinking about these things you know if the power went out indefinitely how long would i have light well i'd have light for about a month and that's using light <clears throat> the whole month so i could probably stretch it way longer if i just sat in the dark sometimes i'm just speculating here folks i don't know you know things might be fine things might be fine i i kind of have a weird feeling like maybe everything's just going to be fine maybe things will turn around maybe maybe there will be some kind of trump card that's played right and that's the hope in me that that comes out um and last night we had north korea and it broke during our show and they said that they had a statement did they ever come out with their statement i did not check that this morning and by the way, the implications of the UN coming out and say that this is a, a humanitarian issue now, this is not good. I mean, they are just planning to get completely involved. Everybody, they just want the whole world involved in this. It's like, by design, they're taking it, they're running with it. Um, did North Korea come out with anything? If anyone knows, let me know. <clears throat> I don't see anything. I could find their... Uh, their their website i have it here somewhere um but you guys i would be prep preparing like crazy and like i said i'm not rich by any means but a little bit of extra food here and there goes a long way so do what you can and be smart 
and uh, prepared in some shape, some some way, shape, or form. I even have uh, <clears throat> salt. This salt that I don't eat, it's not good salt. It doesn't have iodine in it or iodide, so I don't use it. But um, I'm keeping it. Why am I keeping that shitty salt? Well, I don't want to throw it away. I don't want to use it. I don't want to waste it. I could donate it, I guess. I might, but I figured, well, if I hold on to this salt, somebody's going to like it, right? And I could trade it perhaps for, you know, a piece of meat or chicken or I don't know. You know, I don't know. Just kind of thinking. So things to trade are important. Um, medication, all these things. Big time. So today I'm going to go prep. Like I said, I don't want to work in the rain. I'll go to town, get a little bit of stuff done for the house. Uh, and yeah, so I hope you all have <clears throat> the same thing in mind, kind of preparing here. Because, I mean, I think we'll be okay for a while, but who knows? Who knows? Oh, Willow has a creek. That's great, Willow. Cavemen and women didn't take a shower every day. No, they didn't take a shower every day, but there comes a point. You need to keep your living area clean, and if you get a cut and you're dirty, you got to get that thing clean. Uh, no, you don't need a shower every day. No, that's that's a scam by big shower. That's a scam by big water. They, they it's, That's a scam. Yeah, you're right, but you do want to be somewhat clean. Alan, is it working for you? You might need to refresh. It's working fine on my end. Um, oh, wait. Yeah, it's working fine on my end, buddy. I don't know. Sorry about that. Thank you, Boyd, for the diamond. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. Good to see you. I hope to see you soon. Um, let's see what else we got here in the news. This is interesting. Just the news. And by the way, you guys, take this all with a grain of salt. I don't know what's going on. I just think it's a globalist agenda to take over the world and they want everybody to be at war in order to implement their uh, globalist agenda. That's all I think this is. Uh, and along mixed with it, uh, inside all these kinetic wars that we see breaking out, um, I think the psychological warfare aspect this, of this is magnified times a million. People are going to be emotional. People are going to be crazy. We're going to see a lot of bad stuff. Just the news reported missed intel on Hamas attack, explosion of suspected terrorists at border, raise alarm inside U.S. U.S. and Israeli intelligence agencies missed the Hamas, Hamas attack plot. Senate Intelligence Committee released redacted threat assessment three weeks ago. They talk about the failure to know that this was going to happen. And there's allegations that, well, we knew it was going to happen. People knew it was going to happen. Israel was warned. Nothing was done. Who knows? Who knows? He said, she said. I think, you know, given the amount of intelligence and intel in the world, all these different agencies, they knew. Things like this don't just happen, man. This morning, we see a lot of gut-wrenching imagery of the death occurring. Uh and it does rile people up. You know, I don't even want to get into all that. It's just way too much for me. I don't have the stomach for it. And they're talking about masses of uh, murdered babies and 
all kinds of sick stuff. Beheaded babies is being reported. Uh, hopefully they're not lying. And I hate to say that, but this day and age, you guys, I just can't even trust anything. I mean, if I just can't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying it's fake. I'm not saying, oh, it's a scam, but I'm just being cautious. I mean, this is dangerous stuff. All of this. Gifting a cookie. Qual for life. Thank you. Filled with white privilege filling. Yummy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I made a joke about Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Everyone's going off like, ooh, uh, about colonizers and how colonizers need to be taken care of and that there's a problem with colonizing. Um well, I had the theory. Elon Musk wants to colonize Mars. He's going to be like the number one colonizer in history. Think about it. Think about that. The expose put out an article about banks and wars. All wars are bankers' wars. We've heard this before. How, how private bankers have imposed their system of slavery on the world. Yep. It's always been that way, always will be. If you care to hear more, go to exposenews.com and you can find out. I don't want to get into all that. We know. I know. You know. We all know. Um, let's go here and check this little snippet out. By the way, I'm going to have to cut the show early. I'm going to have to cut the show early today. But Bill Melugan. Sorry if I'm mispronouncing this, but he posted this on Twitter. I think it's important. Inter internal CBP data provided and confirmed by CBP sources reveals thousands of special, special interest aliens from mostly Middle Eastern countries have been apprehended by Border Patrol while crossing into U.S. illegally over the last two years. Two years. The numbers are as follows. Syria, 538. Yemen, 139. Iran, 659. Iraq, 123. Afghanistan, 6,386. Lebanon, 164. Egypt, 3,153. Pakistan, 1,613. Mauritania, uh, Maritan 15,594. Uzbekistan, 13,624. Turkey, 30,830, a quick tally, uh, 40, 50, 60, 40, 50, about 60,000, uh, 60,000 special interest aliens from the location, locations I just mentioned. Date range is from October, 2021 to 2023, October, 2023. These are border patrol apprehensions between ports of entry only. This data does not include <clears throat> CBP encounters at ports of entry. So these numbers are actually much, much higher um, as far as people coming into the country that fall into these uh, risky categories. He writes, Border Patrol sources tell me they have extreme concerns about who is coming into the country because they have little to no way of vetting people from these special interest countries. I'm told unless they have committed a crime previously in the U.S., or they are on some sort of federal watch list, there's no way to know who they are because most of their home countries don't share data records with the U.S., so there's nothing to match a name to when BP agents run fingerprints. A special interest alien is a term used by the U.S. government to refer to people coming from countries that have conditions that favor or harbor terrorism or pose a potential national security uh, 
uh, potential nas national security threat to the U.S. So this is my concern, my main concern right now. What, I mean, terror cells growing in the United States, the potential is there. The border is still wide open. We're seeing a lot of negative um, mindsets of the youth and of um, organizations that have been deemed terrorist organizations, such as BLM and Antifa, just uh, absolutely ravaging through our cities and looting and all this stuff. You know, what's this going to boil down to? I think the plan might be to have a long-term destabilization in the states. What will that allow? It'll allow Big Brother to come in and say, yeah, we've got a solution for you. If you want to be safe, come live in our 15-minute city or something. Who Uh -oh. All right, I'm having a little bit of issues here. Am I back? My apologies. Um, what I said is, I think they're using all of these situations, this whole situation, in order to impose safety measures in exchange for some of your personal freedom. We'll keep you safe. Just sign your soul over to the devil. Just become our slaves, and we'll keep you so safe. This life will be so good. Come on. It'll be fun. That's what I worry about. We see this stuff like this. This is on TikTok. Lips of TikTok pulled this up. This, I believe, is somebody in America, a young gentleman here. Seems like a very nice guy. Uh, let's hear what he has to say. Pretend to use. I can only imagine what you must be going through right now. The mental and spiritual devastation that you are suffering. As you did in Ukraine. As you are going through now in Israel. You see the pattern, don't you? You know who's next. This United States. That's right. Let this be a message to every colonizer. You have every reason to be afraid. And you white South Africans who thought that you could get away with your crimes too. Pay close attention. As more and more people around this country get a little bit more hands-on against your shenanigans. So basically threatening everybody that disagrees. Uh, Pro-Palestinian there saying uh, you're next essentially. Well, Jews in the U.S. is pretty much who they're threatening here. Absolutely sickening. That's not what we're about. That's not what we're about here in this country. We've got uh, something called the First Amendment, and uh, we hold that primarily as important. Important. Uh, so, uh, good luck. But you know, we're not changing easily. Biden is supposed to speak today. Uh, he says he's taking this uh, Hamas threat or these Hamas threats very seriously. When is Biden coming out of the basement? 
Let's see. The White House said Tuesday it was taking Hamas threats to execute hostages seriously as U.S. President Joe Biden prepared to deliver remarks about Israel's war with the militant group. He has not spoken since Sunday, and while the 80-year-old has staunchly backed Israel, his response to a possible hostage crisis and threat of regional war is under the microscope. When is he speaking? Let's check. Maybe he's speaking now. Oh, the White House is not live. Let me check the live feed here. Let's go, Brandon. This makes me worry about this election coming up, too. I just imagine there's going to be intimidations at the polls and things. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. We, sh we shall stand by. Uh, we've got two major updates here. I think this might be a little bit older, but I don't think we covered this. Uh, Mario Knopfel. Two major updates. is The Israeli army announces we are now launching a large-scale attack on the Gaza Strip. Number two, also, quote, there are no longer any clashes with Palestinian militants inside Israel. Why this is important. It shows the war is shifting in Israel's favor. Rockets from Hamas have dropped to a halt. Incursions into Israel haven't occurred since yesterday, and there's no long and there are no long Hamas no longer Hamas members in Israel. This all comes as Israel continues a massive aerial bombardment of Gaza that is has not stopped since the conflict started and continues to this hour. However, it is also very alarming as we don't know the repercussions of Israel entering Gaza, and based on their statement, it's looking very possible it will happen today. How will Hezbollah? and Iran respond once Israel enters Gaza. My thoughts go to all innocent civilians suffering from this conflict. That's kind of where we're standing right now. We're waiting for the next shoe to drop, the next thing to happen. The USS Gerald R. Ford Carrier Strike Group is expected to reach its operational area in the eastern Mediterranean as this all unfolds as well. So, um, you know, Let's just do what we do best and carry on with the things that we could change um, around us. And uh, that's all we could do, folks. Stay positive. Do what you can do. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Prepare for the worst. Hope for the best. Let's hope this doesn't escalate into a global nuclear war or worse. I mean, what's worse than that? I don't know. But, you know, I have a little bit of hope somehow. I don't know. Maybe call me ignorant or crazy, but maybe something will happen. Who knows? And uh, we'll be back. I got to run, you guys. I apologize for the short show, but don't worry. We'll be back tonight. Before you know it, it'll be 5 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time, the Daily Dose, live on all these channels. Uh, I can't wait to see you guys then. If you have any funny things to share with me, I would greatly appreciate it because Friday is just around the corner and we're going to still just have a good time. I don't care. If there is a nuke on the way to my location, I am just going to have a good time. That's my goal. So anything funny, please send it. Uh, I found some funny things, but a lot of wildly inappropriate stuff that I just am not going to go there. But um, lots of funny stuff out there. Please share it with me on Twitter or on the social red pill. You could use the hashtag laughing in wonderland. Uh, that's a good one. And uh, I appreciate you all. Take care. God bless and Godspeed. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or 
we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me iPatch McCain. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of communism.